The scripture of the day is James 1.17. Every good gift and every perfect present is from above, or it comes down from the Father of the celestial lights, and with Him there is not a variation of the turning of the shadow. with April. Today we have two devotionals from Our Daily Bread. Our first devotional is based on the book of Mark 7, 6 through 13. You have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human traditions. Rejecting Rationalization An Atlanta police officer asked a driver if she knew why he stopped her. No idea, she said in bewilderment. Ma'am, you were texting while driving. The officer gently told her. No, no, she protested, holding up her cell phone as evidence. It's an email. Using a cell phone to send an email doesn't grant us a loophole from a law that prohibits texting while driving. The point of the law isn't to prevent texting, it's to prevent distracted driving. Jesus accused the religious leaders of his day of creating far worse loopholes. You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God, he said, quoting the commands to honor your father and mother as evidence, Mark 7, 9 and 10. Under the hypocritical hypocritical cloak of religious devotion, these wealthy leaders were neglecting their families. They simply declared their money as devoted to God, and voila, no need to help mom and dad in their old age. Jesus quickly got to the heart of the problem. You nullify the word of God by your tradition, he said, verse 13. They weren't honoring God, and they were dishonoring their parents. Rationalization can be so subtle. With it, we avoid responsibilities explain away selfish behavior, and reject God's direct commands. If that describes our behavior, we're merely deceiving ourselves. Jesus offers us the opportunity to exchange our selfish tendencies for the guidance of the Spirit behind His Father's good instructions. In what areas of your life do you find yourself rationalizing? How do these rationalizations square with the wisdom of the Bible? Let us pray. God, I need your wise discernment and rescue me from my denial of my own guilt. Help me live in step with your spirit. Amen. Welcome back. Our second devotional is based on Ecclesiastics 3, 1 through 13. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can phantom what God has done from beginning to end. Time enough. When I saw the massive volume of War and Peace on my friend's bookshelf, I confessed, I've never actually made it all the way through that. Well, Marty chuckled, when I retired from teaching, (laughs) I got it as a gift from a friend who told me, now you'll finally have time to read it.
The first eight verses of Ecclesiastes 3 stated a familiar natural rhythm of the activities of life with some arbitrary choices. No matter what stage of life we find ourselves in, it's often difficult to find time to do everything we want to do. And to make wise decisions about managing our time, it's helpful to have a plan. Psalms 90.12 Time spent with God each day is a priority for our spiritual health. Doing productive work is satisfying to our spirit. Ecclesiastics 3.13 Serving God and helping other people is essential to fulfilling God's purpose for us. Ephesians 2.10 And times of rest or leisure aren't wasted, but refreshing for body and spirit. Of course, it's easy to become too focused on here and the now, finding time for the things that matter most to us. But Ecclesiastes 3.11 says that God has set eternity in our hearts, reminding us to make a priority of things that are eternal, that can bring us face to face with something of the greatest importance, God's eternal perspective from beginning to end. What different choices might you make about the way you're spending your time? What did the author of Ecclesiastics mean about God setting eternity in the human heart? Let us pray. Jesus, please help me find the right priorities in life and to learn more about caring for your soul. Amen.